Hello, my beautiful and handsome peeps, and welcome back to my The Marked by God series podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the talk so far. So just get comfy and remember, a new beginning starts with you. Let's go. Hey guys, um, welcome back to another episode. It's your host here, Shonda, and yeah, let's just get started. Um, today is a little different because today um, I wasn't planning on making an episode today, March 20th, May 20th, 2020, but uh, I recently just had a discussion with a good friend of mine, and um, he wants to get his life back right with God, and he asked me, you know, on advice on how to do that, and um, when he asked me questions, it really hit me that the journey that I am on to leading people closer to God and to um, of me being an influencer, how real it's, it's, it's becoming. And this is not gloating or anything, um, but I never understood how real it was. Uh, this is my desire and my um, calling. Um, and... Just leading people closer to God, this is my whole mission and my plan and my purpose. And I just, to know that, you know, I have someone that is listening and asking for help, it really hit. And um, he asked me a really important question. Um, He was telling me that, you know, he's getting his life back out with God. He just got out of a bad relationship and he wants to know how to do that. And, you know, he's praying and he, he asked me, ah, a fly. (laughs) He asked me, how does he balance feeling good and getting his life right back with God? And when we were talking, we were talking about the Bible, we were discussing things and just, I was really like, um, just sharing God with him and the whole process or the whole moment of us chatting um, it became real to me of how not easy it is to get your life back right with God. And this is me speaking truth and honesty because I feel like we're not necessarily true with a lot of people in this, in our Christian world. Um, we like to, most people like to sugarcoat things and I just don't see the purpose. <laughs> um, A lot of people think it's easy to, you know, get your life back right with God. I thought it was easy. I thought it was a simple walk in the park. Um, I I didn't believe that it was a little complicated. I didn't really believe when people would say, you know, it's a process. I thought, well, how hard can it be if I get my life right back with God? Isn't that the whole plan? He wants me to get my life right with him. Why would it be complicated? I never believed it until I actually lived it. Um, speaking out of experience... When I started really devoting my life right with, uh, back with God, I started to notice that temptation and all of those things that I gave up in my life became more, um, more existent in my life. And when we were talking and he was asking me how does he balance things, I realized that it's not easy. And this is to whomever is trying to, you know, really get their life back right with God and or someone who's never experienced God in their lives and they're like well I want to give this a try this is not to 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 scare you but this is to prepare you um I want you to know that having a life with God and 
a relationship with him. It's so beautiful. Um, it's great. It's awesome. I enjoy every second of it. But I want you to know the complications that will come against that will try to come against you. I want you to know that there is obstacles. Um, I don't want you to go in blindsided as if, you know, you give up your sinful life and then that's just about it. You need to know that the devil's plan is to take hold of you. And the things that you did that was sinful, those were of the devil's plans. And once he realizes that you want to give your life to God willingly and you want to turn to God, he does not like that. Um, he does not like the fact that you've put down your sin and you've put down those things that you were addicted to and turn to God. He doesn't like that. And I want you to know that um, God gave the, the devil the free will to do whatever he pleased, of course. Um, I want you to know that the devil won't stop coming against you. He won't stop um, trying to tempt you. He won't stop using the things that you let go of. He won't stop using those things to get you back onto his side. Um, or back into his presence. Um, he won't stop. And I want you to be aware of that. I want you to realize that um, when you give your life to God, that becomes a spiritual warfare. Warfare That becomes to where God's angels and the demons of the devil are fighting for your spirit and for your flesh. You have God fighting for you because he, he's created you. He knows who he wants you to become. And he has greater waiting for you. And then you have the devil fighting for you because he doesn't want to see you win. He doesn't want to see you be great. He doesn't want you to know who you are in the presence of God. Or he doesn't want you to acknowledge who you are in God. And when you have that, those two fighting against each other, that's where temptation comes from. That's where, um, I believe, sin comes from. And then that's where the blessings come from with God fighting for you, leading you on the right path. But you're going to have the devil, you know, trying to tempt you back. You're going to have him waving things in your face to lead you back to him. And I want you guys to know that you, it, that's, that's, a, that's a part of the process of, of really, you know, diving deep in, with God. Um, I want you to also know that you don't have to be perfect. Um, a lot of us try to be perfect and we think that we have to be perfect to have a relationship with God. You see so many um, Christians on Instagram posting their Bible scriptures and their highlighted scriptures and their devotional quiet times. And we, we're so amazed and that's great and that's awesome that you're at all. But it's, it um, becomes a problem when you try to um, quickly run into that. It becomes a problem when you try to force that. When you try to be like someone or something else just because you want to so quickly be and go into that presence of God. And God wants you to know that you don't have to be like any, somebody else to get his attention. You already have his attention. You don't have to be like that other person or your Bible doesn't have to be highlighted. You don't have to do this the way they do it just to get his attention. He wants you to know that you're perfect in his eyes. He doesn't hold your sin against you. He doesn't see you as your sin or your mistakes. And he wants you to know that perfection is not what he's seeking for. He's seeking for your heart. He's looking at your heart and for your heart and not your perfection. You can have a perfect Christian with an evil heart and a um, nasty heart. But you can have a sinful person with the greatest heart and the greatest belief. And I want you guys to know that um, God doesn't just count out the sinners. His whole purpose, Jesus' whole, pur whole purpose of coming to earth was to turn the sinners into believers and lead them into the righteousness. Um, there's a whole story about that in, in the book of Luke. Um, but my friend was asking me, you know, how can he balance that? 
And I, I had to sit back and I had to really, you know, dig deep into my spirit to, and ask God, what do I say to him? Um, you know, it, it doesn't influencing words. It just doesn't spew out my mouth. Some things I really have to ask God to guide me on because this is real, guys. This is, you know, another human me giving my life to God and me trying to lead someone else to give their life to God. This is this is real. And I don't want to lead him wrong. I don't want him to lead him away from God. I, I know who I am in God. I know that I am a daughter of Jesus Christ. And I know that I'm called in this field. But I also know how um, the devil is a liar. And he will try to use things against you and use your words to um, against other people. And I just, I wanted to make sure that what I was saying, God was leading me through it. And I made sure that I, I, I thought about it. And I asked God to guide me and speak through me. And um, I realized that there, of course, is a balance that you have to maintain. And that balance is the balance of, if you choose, the balance of the world and the balance of God. Um, a lot of us get distracted or um, we um, lose sight of the whole purpose um, of getting a life right back with God. Um, some of us feel like we want to, some of us unintentionally, we go and get a life right with God because we are, we want a better life. When the whole purpose is to live righteously by God and to um, not only receive the gifts from him, but to really be led by him and to lead others and to be a generation of believers. And what I, what I thought about to him, I told him this relationship that you want with God is, a, is different from any relationship that you've ever experienced with human. When we're in relationships or friendships, we take our time at times. Um, we give our all to that person. We open up to that person. We devote ourselves to that person. That person becomes an idol or someone we truly like look up to. And this relationship with God is, is, is a lot different. It's, it's, you need all of those things that you have created in the human relationship with God, but 10 times stronger. Um, the same way you open up to someone else, friends or girlfriend or boyfriends, the same way you open up to them and you cry to them and you tell them your secrets and you um, give your whole time to them, it's the same way you should do that with God. Um, when you give your life to God, I notice that that's when things become crucial. That's when you really have to devote your time to him and really stay in his presence. Because for my journey, when I gave my life to God, if I only took one moment out of his presence, um, I lost sight of things. I became a different me. And that's crazy. Just one day. Like, if I would not spend a day with God, I, I would have a bad attitude. Um, goodness, I would get mean and, and nasty and... I just wasn't myself, but the difference from the difference of being in the presence of God, I was so compassionate, compassionate and kind and loving and caring. And I believe that comes with getting your life back right with him, um, especially when you're beginning and you're a beginner. Um, it's crucial. It's it's tough because when you're getting your life right and you're trying to live righteously, that doesn't mean, you know, hey, I got to turn my life to you and then you stop going to him. 
Because when you lose sight, when you stop going to him fully and, and like you're supposed to, when you're trying to turn your life to him, then temptation comes stronger and you don't know really how, know how to fight against it. You don't know how to turn away from it because you're not staying in the presence. See, when you're staying in the presence of God and your eyes are turned to God, necessarily not a lot of things can distract you because your eyes are solely on God and he's leading you. Like how a child takes his, his or her first step. You had the dad next to him, behind him, or in front of him, guiding him, telling him where to walk. And the the child's eyes is on his father or his father. And um, nothing could necessarily distract that child because they're admiring their father for leading them. And that's the same for for in our lives. Um, When we're looking towards God, the distractions and the temptations will come against us, um, but they cannot stand they won't necessarily be as strong as they were when we weren't focusing and facing God. And I I just wanted a lot of you guys to know, um, when you get your life right with God and and you get back into that relationship and then with him, and when you get back into that, um, that movement with him, you have to realize and understand that temptation will not end to temptation will not stop. Temptation will come stronger Um, Because it does not want you to have that bond with God. It doesn't want you to know who you are in God. And when you realize that and acknowledge that, um, I feel like that helps more on the journey that you're on. Um, It helps you view things and put things in a different type of perspective. I know for me, from my my experience, I thought that if I turned from God, a lot of things would end. And it didn't. And kind of got stronger. And I was highly confused. I was just like, God, well, what, what, what is this? You know, I turned my life to you. Why is temptation hitting harder than ever? Why is this lust coming back up? And I realized God is just like, oh, that's not going to end. You know, this is the beginning. You're, you're giving your life to me, yes. But that stuff doesn't end. It doesn't just necessarily, you know, um, snap away. Um, those things are going to tempt you but your strength is what carries you your faith is what takes you far and your trust in me is what keeps you focused and I want a lot of you guys just to really acknowledge that and notice and and really um dig deep and shine a light on that it's not easy you know getting your life back right temptation will not fastly end and you will not be perfect you will not be perfect and I had to let my friend know that this relationship that you're seeking for God is different from your relationships with other people. This relationship needs 100%. You need 100% in this relationship with God. This isn't just you give 10% and then that's about about it. No, this causes for 100% of you um, to, to really devote your time to him. Um, and to not just try to squeeze God into a little bit of time, but no, revolve your time around God. Um, Allow yourself to be fully in, all in with God. Um, Don't allow room for distractions or don't allow room for people that you know that can lead you back to that life that you once lived that you're trying to turn away from. I just really want you guys to know that this relationship causes for 100% the same way that you devote your time into getting to know someone for um, an emotional relationship and a romantic relationship is the same way you should do for God. You take time for God. Take time out to him to get to know him. Um, it's going to take days. Uh, the same way you get to know somebody because before you date them, it's the same way you should do with God. You're dating God. You're, you're getting to know God. The same way you do with friendships, you know. When you um, have a best friend, you guys talk all the time. You tell them your secrets. The same with God. You should tell God your secrets. Talk to God as if he's your best friend because, honestly, he's the one that really can make change in your life. 
Um, he's the one that actually can heal. He has the actual power to, you know, move things and change things and shift things and heal things and um, allow breakthroughs. So I really view that when you, um, if you or if you're that person that's trying to really like start fresh with him and really um, go to him or start a new relationship with him. Like I said, it's not easy from my experience. I've, I've, I can tell you it's not, but that's not to scare you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid when it when you know it's not easy or when temptation comes. That only means that you're getting closer to where you're need, where you're you know being called to be. When te- when temptation comes stronger, and what I'm learning is when temptation comes stronger, when um, more distraction comes, I'm like, oh, okay, God. Well, that means that I'm getting somewhere. That means you're about to take me somewhere, and those distractions are only coming because they're trying to lead me um, far away from where you're trying to take me. Which means I'm getting closer. The more they come, the closer you're getting. To where God wants you to be. And it's your response to that. Are you going to turn from that to God and go to your distractions? Or are you going to turn to God to keep your eyes to him and just allow him and trust in um, him? Trust in him knowing that he knows the way for you. He created your life. He knows the way. I know that um, it really opened my eyes when he talked to me because he was afraid. And my friend said he was afraid because, you know, I'm not going to go into detail, but he, you know, like a lot of us, we we've sinned before. We are sinners um, because all sin is the same. We've made mistakes, and he was afraid that those things would um, block him from receiving God, or those things would um, count against him. And man, that hit hard. Um, discussing that with someone else, it became real because I once was there, and. At times, I'm still there when I feel like I go back to my past and I'm like, well, God, why do you still love me when I, when I did this and I used to do that? And it hit hard because seeing someone else go through that, what I went through, I finally realized my purpose is to guide others. And when he said that, it became real. And I just really, I wanted him to know that um, God is not holding your sin against you. You're more than your sin. You're more than your mistakes. Um, in the Bible, back in the time, Jesus ate with the sinners. Jesus healed those who um, others counted out. Jesus used people who had disabilities. Jesus used people who felt worthless or who other people thought that were worthless. And he used them to glorify him. And that's a lot of you. That used to be me. A lot of you feel like you're not worthy enough to be used by God. You feel like you're useless to God. And God's like, no, you're useful to me. And that reminded me in the book of Luke, it's basically a a, a lot of stories of um, how God really healed a lot of people and how he um, ate with the sinners. And it was um, in Luke ch- uh, chapter 5, verse 27 through verse 32. And it was basically um, a story of how God ate with the sinners. And it really, really, really stuck with me when talking to my friend because I realized and it became real that a lot of people are going through, you know, this this moment of time thinking that they're not qualified to know God. And I'm like, you don't need a qualification to know God. This isn't an interview. God is not interviewing you. This isn't a qualification Yes, God will, you know, allow tests to to be placed in your life to see your response. But that doesn't mean he's like, oh, well, she felt all right. Ne- on to the next one. He's good. He, he, that means to keep trying and he, that he's still there for you and he still wants to use you. But it's up to you. But um, the 
chapter 5 is Jesus calls Levi and eats with the sinners. And it's verse 27, like I said, through verse 32. And it says, um, After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. Follow me, Jesus said to him. And Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who belonged to their sect complained to his disciples, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Listen to this, man. Jesus answered them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. God calls sinners. God calls the ones who feel counted out. God calls those who feel unqualified. God wants to use you. God is showing you in your life you are able to be used by him, that he loves you, that no matter what, he forgives you. He's forgiven you before you even committed that sin because he knew you were going to commit it. And there's a lot of us who feel casted out. We feel unworthy and we look at other people and their life and relationship with God. And we're like, man, how, what can I do to get that? And can I just say, you, you don't need to get what they have. Get what God has for you. Get into a placement of, of where God wants you to receive what he has for you. A lot of us have sometimes the same calling, but there's a different journey to get to that calling. And I want a lot of you guys to realize that your journey is not going to be the same as someone else. You look at other people's Instagrams and see their devotional posts and their quiet time with God. And you're like, man, I wish I was like that. And God's like, no, don't wish you're like that. If you want to get there, come to me. I'll get you there and further. It doesn't happen overnight. You don't just read your Bible, open it, pick it up, and then get everything off the bat. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen. It takes time. It takes a moment. But my question is, are you willing to allow things to take time? Are you willing to go through that that process? It's it's your willingness and your desire and your passion to that will get you to the relationship that you desire to be with God. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a walk in the park. You're not going to pick things up off of the first try. You're going to fail at times. You're going to make mistakes at times. You're going to have setbacks at times. But it's what you learn from that. What is your response from that? Through every storm, there is a lesson. There's something that you're growing through as you're going through. How you view things in your life is how you view your journey and how you respond to it. If you respond to your storm in doubt and fear... The way you look at things and the way you view them is the way you will respond to them. I know for me, (laughs) man, there are so many times that I I make mistakes and so many times where I walked away from God because I just felt like you can't use me. But then out of those times, there were so many times where God would show me, yes, I can watch. Yes, I can. Look what I'm doing. <laughs> there were so many times where I turned from God and God is like, wait, hold on. Look, let me show you something. Let me show you what I can do for you. And you 
Yes, you, the one that's listening, the one that's meant to hear this. You're almost there of giving up. (laughs) You're so close to just saying, you know what, God, I give up. I don't deserve you. There's this person that's listening. You probably wrote a suicide note. (laughs) And you tried and you feel like your trying wasn't enough. Can I say that it is? Can I tell you that society's first try isn't the same as God's first try or trying hard enough? Give yourself some credit. If you're trying to get your life right with God, the first step is the thought of it. If you have it in your heart that you want to get right with God, that's the first step. It's the fact that you want to. It's the fact that you thought of it. You thought, maybe, and if I get my life right with God, things will get better over time. That's the first step. The first step isn't (laughs) hosting a devotional. The first step is the thought and the heart and the strength that you come and you have and that you come to with God. That's the first step. Give yourself some credit. The second step is what you do with that thought and what you do with that desire in your heart. It's either you go to God, you give it to God, and you follow God. Or it's if you store it up and you don't use that thought or that desire at all. Man, that was me. I wanted a relationship with God. But my desires to sin was stronger And it wasn't because it was stronger. It's because I thought it was stronger. My thoughts dictated my flesh. And because I thought it was strong, so did my flesh. But as my mental began to change, as my spirit began to change, my flesh began to follow my mental. My flesh began to follow my spirit. And because I devoted my mental and my spirit to God, so did my flesh. For the sin, I let go. And for God, I released and I followed him. There's a difference from releasing and letting go to your sin and letting go to God. When you're letting go to sin, you're going to it and you're allowing it to win. And you're allowing it to have control over your life. And you're allowing it to to allow you to walk in sin. But when you allow and release to God, you're allowing him to, to release in you greatness. It's what you're allowing to release into your life is how you're living your life. Man, to anyone out there that's listening... You don't have to be perfect. If you're home alone or wherever you are, just say, God, I surrender. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I repent for my sins and I turn to you. This road may not be easy, but I'm all in. Whatever you have, God, Whatever you got is whatever I is what I want. Whatever you have is all that I need and all that I desire. I hope this touched the heart of somebody. I hope anyone um feels this message, man. I love you guys so much. Thank you to all my listeners that is listening. Thank you guys so much. 
I am in the making of my wake up Sunday. So try to give that a listen this coming up Sunday. I will have a wake up Sunday and that in the next the Monday of I will have a Monday motivational. Um, So thank you guys for being a family and for listening and going on this journey together. As I'm speaking to you guys, I'm also speaking to myself. So don't think it's just me speaking. It's me teaching myself and learning along this journey because it's never too late or too early for me to learn. It's never over for me to learn new things. I'm learning things from you guys, man. So if you ever need someone to talk to or to pray with, I'm your girl. <laughs> um, you guys have a great day, and I love you guys, man. See you later. I was a sinner, God. <laughs> Let you call me yours. I am yours. <laughs> <laughs>